Greetings, greetings, greetings. Today is Tuesday, April 12th, 2022. And it's been a year so far. Good. Yeah, I'll say good. Um, challenges happen every day for everyone and how we face them matters. I read this article uh, today about how we respond to deep challenges, um, sometimes called trauma. And I don't know if you've ever heard the thought process that we store trauma in our bodies. And so this article spoke to that. And I think it's important to address the things we don't generally address, the things we hold on to, the things we sometimes hide deep within us that hold us back. I have been on a journey to free myself more and more from things that um, only I can free myself from. So this article was pretty um, useful. And you may find it useful as well. And it's not a New York Times article. It is an Essence magazine article. And um, here it is. The title of the article is After Storing Years of Trauma in My Body. A good cry helped me finally release it. Do you believe that you can store trauma you don't deal with within the body? This writer shares her long, grueling journey to releasing it. And again, it is an Essence magazine article written by Saba Tekle. And it was updated onto the Essence Online magazine, April 6th of this year, 2022. Have you ever experienced depression so heavy that you hoped it would go away on its own, but it didn't? Have you tried to heal from it and felt like nothing was working? That was my story. At the start of the pandemic, I began to feel this unexplainable numbness about life. I felt disconnected from myself and the one thing I loved doing which was running my publishing business I lost interest in. The only desire I had was to sleep and buy plants. Going to plant nurseries brought me glimmers of joy. I eventually had a house filled with greenery and started learning the ins and outs of ceramics to make pots to put them in. It was all therapeutic, but the feeling didn't last long. After some time, my mental health started to decline more. The lingering feeling of blindness, as I call it, morphed into a full-on depression. Before I knew it, I was having thoughts that were borderline suicidal. I did not want to be here, and I could find no logical reason I felt that way, at least not consciously. 
I eventually tried to overcome the feeling by traveling. But when I returned, the depression came back and it was worse than before. I felt more raw, more vulnerable, and emotionally exposed. The healing ceremonies I did in Tulum, Mexico, the extended vacation I took, nothing worked. I decided to seek help. As I was looking, I received an email about a healer who uses frequencies and massage to release trapped trauma in the body, namely the muscles. I responded, noting that I was interested, and I felt I let fate decide if we were meant to work together as her availability was limited. As luck would have it, a spot opened. I booked it, paid the steep $300 fee, and hoped that this would be the thing to stick to truly help me heal. I have done most forms of healing, EFT, emotional freedom technique, distant or in-person healing with shamans, journaling, talk therapy with body code healing and energy healing, you name it. Everything felt like a temporary fix that just scratched the surface or peeled back a layer. And while I'd heard healing is like an onion and can take a lifetime, at that time, I couldn't wait much longer. So, I showed up for myself. I laid on the healer's table, and she began using a tuning fork, a two-pronged steel device that vibrates when struck to give a note of specific pitch, sometimes used in sound baths. And then she rubbed my legs. Afterwards, she returned to using the tuning fork. I found myself shaking. I was becoming scared and wanted to stop the process of whatever was happening. Suddenly, I started having flashbacks of being in a Temasco in Tulum sweat lodge, a hot box with coals, herbs, and sage for my deep healing, where I ran out because my emotions were overflowing uncontrollably. But this time, I decided as I lay there, I would face whatever came up. I soon began to process my trauma through crying and allowing myself to feel everything without judgment. I had three moments of great release. I cried, tears of anger, hopelessness, and powerlessness. Each engulfed me and then released me into feelings of empowerment. All emotions released encompassed grief and sorrow. What was interesting about this method of healing was that there was no vision or a flash of memory in connection with the emotions. In retrospect, I believe each had to do with my mother's passing, the injustice we experienced fighting gentrification in our community before her passing, and the court case I have been left to fight on her behalf. These, those were the only times when I felt I had to be my strongest and couldn't succumb to crying. I believed that if I broke down, I would feel depressed, defeated, and disempowered, but I realize now that my attempts at being positive were toxic. Each tear I didn't shed weighed me down as it stored in my muscles and mentally shook me. When I left that day, 
I felt lighter and clearer about the continued work I needed to do. I started to get proper support through therapy and practicing healthy routines. Now, I no longer find myself depressed and when some heavy feelings do return, I face them and move past them much quicker. As women, as black women, as business women, we unconsciously feel we need to be strong because our emotions can be seen as a form of weakness. It may feel like what is on the other side of tears is a woman who can't handle life or is not in control. But I learned what we don't properly process will collect, store, and then manifest in negative thoughts and feelings until you can't recognize yourself anymore. How we show up in the world. Our inner conscious thoughts and our emotions are signals of what is going on underneath the surface. It is up to us to do the work to monitor our behavioral changes and feelings so we can catch ourselves in the moments of decline. And how we get out of it can be as simple as a good healthy cry and having some support when we experience it. This is not a weakness, but rather a part of who we are and we are wired to need it. So, when someone asks whether you're going to cry about whatever has been weighing on you or put on your big girl panties and deal with it, I say there's no shame in doing both. Let the tears fall. It's interesting that this article touched me today after some events in my own life recently. Um, one, I posted, for those who follow me on Instagram at Black Love is Simply Beautiful, I posted about how I feel about strong versus powerful. And it was a video I did while I was driving in my car and the thought hit me, you know, a strong black woman is, is you don't have to be black. You read something, you hear something about a black woman, and she's strong, she's magical, you know, all the extras. And um, that puts a lot on us, and a lot has been on us historically. And while I believe, I, well, I know that I'm powerful, that black women in general are powerful, we're not necessarily the strong ones. And how I define strong is, if something is strong, you can just put everything on it and it can carry it. And as black women, if we believe that, we'll tend to carry burdens that are way too freaking heavy and will eventually break us down. And so I release that strong label, but I do, however, accept the powerful label because that not label, the powerful term, the powerful knowing about myself, because that comes from the inside out. I choose, I choose what I will and won't. I choose, and that's my power, and that's the power of most humans, not just black women. 
but because we have that strong label attached to us so much, before we can get into our power, we have to release that external definition of strong. Oh, we don't have to, but I, I choose to. And that was attached to some of the trauma that my family line experienced. Taking on too much. I learned this word um, during the healing retreat I recently went on over endurance. Our bodies are meant actually to over endure. And these were professionals that I learned this from. And, um, but we don't have to. Again, we choose. So when black women are given that label of strong and she buys into it and she believes it and she over endures, she takes on everybody else's everything. And if you're taking on everybody else's everything, when do you have time for your own thing? When do you have money and finances, energy for your own thing, your own mental health and wellness, your own financial health and wellness, your own spiritual health and wellness, your own love, health and wellness, your own physical health and wellness, your own creative health and wellness, anything. If you are taking on everybody else's and not just your husband or your mate or your children or your friends or your business or your customers, whatever you do for a living or um, your parents, your grandparents, your lineage, your people. If you're taking on all the burdens because you're a strong black woman and you'll help everybody, everybody, because we're supposed to help other people, yes, but not to the point of our own detriment. And then not even being able, like this writer talked about, not even being able or giving herself the opportunity to cry, let it out some kind of way, some kind of way. Acknowledge the pain, acknowledge the, the, the trauma inside that wants to get out. I'll share something else here. When I was on the healing retreat um, recently, at the end of it all, it was a wonderful weekend. I, 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 I spoke about it here. It's going to stick with me forever it was really it was really beautiful um and i'm looking forward to the second annual i am because we are healing retreat next year um but yeah we at the end of it we went out into the um the surrounding woods it was in a, a, a mountainous area and there were woods everywhere, and we had on our whites. Our heads were covered, and our bodies were draped in, in white because we were being rebirthed into everything we worked on and released and did during that weekend, that, those couple of days. So we took off our shoes and we were barefoot in the woods and if you're familiar with grounding it attaches you to the earth around you and so we had done African drumming and we had done Reiki and we had done journaling and we had done archery and we had done some I think it was air gun shooting um which was a great release too uh 
we had done healing circles with each other and ancestral veneration and we ate good food. It was just really, it was a healing energy that we had brought forth together that weekend. And we talked about trauma and transgenerational trauma that black people do deal with. Whether or not you deal with it currently, you could be one of the one of the billionaires that we do have in the black community. But there's some transgenerational stuff from the history that has and continues to happen here. I I I know people speak of a term called PTSD, post traumatic stress disorder, but I don't know if there's a term for continuing traumatic stress disorder, like seeing things that we see about ourselves on the news. I saw a news article yesterday that really pissed me off because I let it. We choose. Um, But it was a New York Post article that, that said this was the headline. Should black women marry white men? And it was in reference to the new uh, Supreme Court justice that just got uh, appointed. And it was a picture of her white husband kissing her on top of her head. And that just, no, the agenda is real. Who, what other women get told they should marry somebody outside of their race in a headline on a national um newspaper article really written by a black man a law professor telling black women that they should consider marrying not even not even consider saying that black women should marry white men if you don't believe me look up the new york post article you'll see it for yourself this is the kind of stuff that we deal with because if i choose to marry whoever i choose that's my choice but again, as you can see, it, 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 it got to me because we are just, we face a lot. And I'm off work today and I'm definitely getting out of nature and I might have a good screen because <laughs> it's just, and that's what I did in um, when I was out at the healing retreat. I had my feet in the ground and I. I didn't intend to let out the sound that came from deep in my body, but I opened my palms to the sun and I raised my face to the sun and I let the sun shine on my skin and touch my melanin deep, 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 deep in my body. And as I raised my hands to the sun, just this cry came out of me. And it, it really felt like it wasn't just my cry. It was, I've never experienced anything like that before. And I can't honestly describe it for you here, but it was from the depth of my soul. And I love the people who are around me because they just protected me so beautifully, especially the black men who were there. One got in front of me, one got behind me, one was on the side of me, one was the other side of me. My sisters were there. It was beautiful. And they didn't say a word. They just let me release, release, release. And they were there. And I felt safe enough to release. So if you don't feel safe, you won't release. 
your body will protect you from it. I'm not a professional. It's my, I'm just speaking from my own experience, of course. But I felt safe enough to release. So my hope for anybody listening of whatever race you are, wherever you are, I hope you find a safe place to release what needs to be released, what needs to be let go so you can be free from it. Free. Yeah. Um, but this article was it was it was really good and I hope you found it useful as well. And I love how vulnerable she was to share that. People don't talk about being depressed, especially, look, we were all in this pandemic in in one way or another. Some people became even bigger billionaires. They may not be depressed. This podcast is not for them. But if you were affected by the last couple of years, which piled on top of the regular kind of stuff that goes on in uh, the Western world where I live in, then this may have been a really good article for you to tap into and find a way to release the things that you may need to release. I wish you health and wealth this day, this moment. One.